Hello, hello, hello. Oh, hi. It is I, Norm. And I am the first one to be online today. How fun and exciting is this? I got the uh, pretzel music back going. Looks like they added a lot of new music. Oh, there's a cooch. What's up, Big Dog? I am just talking to the two people that are in my stream that, or that are in our chat room that may or may not actually be in the chat room. Cooper Sakurai and Jean Arnestu, or Jean Arnestu, depending upon if you're French or not. I'm going to go with Jean. I don't have any French. So. I'm not. I'm gonna think he's French. I like to think he's French, so he's he's Jean until he tells me otherwise. And oh, Lazy Dragon's in the chat. He says almost there. So I don't know if he's finishing or almost in the show. He's probably putting on pants. So he's finishing. Makes sense to me. As, as one does on a Sunday morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Was, up, was that a warning or was that a uh, <laughs> almost there? Yep. And there. Hey, do you want to check your voice settings? Do I have voice settings? Yeah. So in Discord, um, do you have, if you tap on your screen, you know where your uh, microphone, where you can change your microphone is? Nope. I'm in the app, so I don't know if that makes a difference. Ah, uh, you should be able to. <clears throat> Hold on. Um, app settings. Voice? Yep. Okay. Do you see a, like a, uh, volume control? I do. Do you want to turn your mic volume down? Just a little bit. Like that? A little bit more? Wow, it made you really quiet. Okay, maybe that's your overall volume. Turn that back up to where it should be. <laughs> okay. Well, it says output volume. <clears throat> Input mode. I'm going to illuminate my room here a little bit. Illuminati. I turned it down a little. Does that make any difference? Oh, keep talking. Still talking. Talking out loud. Making some noise. Talk like you talk. Say something loud. <laughs> something loud. Okay, can you turn it down just a little bit more? Is that better? I don't know. It all sounds the same to me. <laughs> <clears throat> are, are we... Am I quieter to you now? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so yeah, you're just turning down your, your headphone volume. I mean, yeah, I, I'm assuming that with the combination of devices I'm using, it's not going to be real smart. Yeah. Well, however you have your mic now is a good place to have it because that took a lot of the loudness out. Okay, yeah, I think because the. Right here, so I can see what I'm doing on the screen. So I think if I 
tip the top part because the microphone only goes down so far. If I tip this forward, it pushes it down probably to a good spot. Yep. So we may need to better. Yeah, we may need to adjust on the fly depending upon how how quiet and echoey it might sound with it being that low. But we'll we'll adjust right before show starts probably. Sounds good. Um, you missed a good show on Friday when uh, in our. Uh, Unfortunately, we don't broadcast ours. I got to launch a puppy. Like you yeeted it into into existence or out of existence? <clears throat> I, I, uh, I tied it to a ballista on a rocket launcher attached to our little vehicle thing and launched it into oblivion. And what did that puppy ever do to you? Well, I mean, technically it was a black dragon, but... Well, that's... It, I would say that's the opposite of a puppy. It, it had gotten turned into a wolf pup. That's a great comment. One would argue that's not even close to a puppy. <clears throat> it looked like a puppy at the time. And if it looks like a puppy and attacks like a dragon, then you eat it. I'm just happy that no one stopped me because I thought that was going to happen. Was it cute? It was adorable. It was trying to nip at everyone and failing miserably. Well, then why did you why did you toss it? Because if I would have waited, it would have been a dragon again. But why wouldn't you try to tame it and make it your own? Ooh, there was a time it, limit. It was evil minded. I suppose. But what happens if you ride a dragon too long is you end up dead on its back and buried in the snow. Fictional. Completely That's fictional. That would never happen. Maybe, I guess maybe it would. <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? So D&D &D Beyond, I learned something today. And I don't quite understand why it exists. Um, if you scroll to the right, there's like a little icon that shows up about next to quarantine resources, and it seems to be called It's Party Time. Yeah, I don't know what that's for. I clicked on it, and it just basically makes the, um, the headings like flash multicolor when you hover over them. So, maybe, uh, maybe... Wizards has a better idea. What what headings what are you talking are? about? Like quarantine resources, new player guide. Oh. <clears throat> Look at that. So if I activate its party time and I hover over those, it just flashes them multicolored. So that means it's party time. It's party time. Hmm. But it does not seem to do anything else. So. The uh, Cloak of Billowing also doesn't seem to do anything else but billow. So, I mean, sometimes it's just there. Yeah, I haven't. But it intrinsically has value. Well, everything has value if you place value on it.
<sighs> so what else is going on? Yeah, missing our illustrious DM. He must have had too much emotional uh, Friday. Still recovering. He, well, emotional he's hangover. distraught over being, uh, after witnessing a baby dragon being yeeted. I will say, no, I'm going to try to work yeeted into our session today, I think, just because it's fun to say this morning. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, they were in the middle of, a um, something else that was very intense. And I, so I sent it to him in a, in messenger. I said, uh, I'm going to run out the, I'm going to dash with the puppy, strap it to the ballista and launch it as far as I can. And he just busted out laughing when he saw it. And everybody's like, uh oh, what did Graz do? <clears throat> is that your, is that your character that's big and dim witted? Uh, most of my characters are big and dim-witted, so <laughs> except for this one, is short and kind of dim-witted. He's not dumb, but he's not. Uh, oh, I wouldn't say he's dim-witted. He seems pretty fine to me. He's got his uh, the things that he knows and the things that he doesn't. And surviving in a blizzard is one of those doesn'ts. But he's uh, at least he's a hardy dwarf. Part of a balanced breakfast. Do you think we should send John a message? I I feel like that might be a good uh, good plan. I mean, he's got five minutes, but could be in the middle of an intense soccer match. You know, sports ball. He could be. All right, I'm back. Family drama for your here, mama. But even <laughs> if my picture froze, I'm still here. Long story short, kids are trying to make some toaster strudels. We have a new toaster oven. It's really cool, but also more complex than just the toaster. So. Fair. Keep them making their own breakfast. It's hard. It's really hard to get a teenager to do it. John will be here in a second. I really do. I really did want them to figure out how to do it themselves. Because when I woke up and said, hey, guys, if you want breakfast, you have to do a couple things. And nobody moved. So that feels like life. Oot. I hear you. Can you hear me? No, you can't hear, you. hear me. I did not turn my camera on yet. That's why. Now I have my camera on. And holy shit, there's a lot of bright screens around me. Makes me look like a freaking ghost. You also can't cook with that. You're in a blizzard, so. It's fair. No, I'm not. You are. <laughs> to also be fair, you are really white. I guess, yeah, you're in a hole. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's it's... It's winter, and even when it's summer, I don't get that tan because the sun burns us. We do not like it. So, 
Yeah. Yee freaking huh. Jeff, Ryan, long time no see. Mm-hmm. Has it? Actually, I've seen all of you more frequently than I did in the last in this last week. I even saw Norman for a hot minute there. Truth in advertising. Mm-hmm. Is, is, yeah, I don't know. Okay, it'll stay. Should stay. I got a new mouse today. Or not today, yesterday. Yeah. I left click my left clicky doesn't stick anymore. Yeah, yeah you click that mouse, boy. Now if I can just teach my kids, um, hey, don't push so damn hard on the mouse. <laughs> Maybe you should just buy good. them their own. Or just Watch give me or just give them the old broken one to use. No, there you go, deal with it. <laughs> Wash the peanut butter off their hands before they play with your computer. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the laws for video games. And, and that's here. how you get your yeeted from John's house. All, you can mess up all your crap, your switch, however you want. Don't wash your hands. Let your screen be all kinds of grimy. Fine, whatever. But if you're going to touch my Xbox, you're going to touch my PS5, wash your damn hands. <laughs> so. Oh. We just had the conversation about how to get grease off a Nintendo Joy-Con the other day. And it's not as easy as you think. No, no. It's not. But the, the, the easiest way to get grease off of a Nintendo Joy-Con is to never put it there in the first place. 100%. Also recommend not putting sandwiches in a VCR. Yeah, yeah, that, that could be difficult. Didn't your daughter do that? Yeah. Um... There was, uh, this was a, a story from grandma's house that one of the grandkids thought, you know, that was a good place for them. For the sandwiches? Might be a little, yeah, there you go, Tom. Same size, same width, makes sense. <laughs> I got a Christmas. Is that a good volume, Cooch? Yeah, it was loud at first, but it sounds great now. He's all lit up and pretty. I like the Yeah, I, I was messing with the volume. I uh Dennis I thought it was a little Leary. quiet. Dennis Leary has that uh has a joke about that. But watching the peanut butter sandwich movie. Because there's a <laughs> peanut butter sandwich in the VCR. I'm going to do something really quick on stream before we go live. Be right back. Make it quick. That's awesome. We should totally put it live. Why did John have pants on? There was no pants on. there. It would look like, yeah. Oh, I'm wearing shorts. Athletic shorts. I live in an upper apartment that I don't have the heat on. So, but anyways, I have a secret Santa at work. Got me an advent calendar of Star Wars socks. And I get wow. to open today. So, let's, uh, you get new I've socks four- every day. Yeah, 15 pair. So let's see, we got to open 12 now. You do realize so, you have to open this first pair on stream. Well, I've opened That's three pair already, but I'm opening a pair though. on stream right now. Yes. That's why I decided I needed to do this. Because I saw it sitting under my tree and went, oh, this would be great. So today's pair of socks. Is this like Sesame Street where it's brought to me by a letter and a number? Um, well, today's pair of socks would be brought to you by Chewbacca. Nice. <laughs> they almost oh, don't look Star Warsy unless you know what they are. <laughs> they look like baby yeah. socks. They're they're no, they're actually men's size twelve. Ankle. Okay. 
scratch. These are ankle, yeah. There's a couple pair of ankles and a couple pair of uh, other ones. I got some with Darth Vader on it. The first pair I opened had the Mandalorian logo on it. I was like, yes! Wow. It seems pretty real bitchin'. cool. It's fun. I haven't been able to wear any of them to work yet because I haven't gotten... Well, I got one crew pair, but that was yesterday. And I wear boots at work, so... I can wear ankle socks with boots, but once I get a pair of crew socks, I'll wear Come on, a pair be that, to work. Be that rebel we know you are. It's nothing about rebel. It's comfort, man. You don't wear crew socks <laughs> with boots. It sucks. Well, rebel, rebel wears rubbing, boots with ankle socks. Rub their ankle raw, too. I'd say it was a good idea. <laughs> what do you think? Kick mm. this party off? It sounds like we could do that. Wait one second, Tom Norman gets his nose out of his book. Not All right. the nose in the book, sir. Are you ready? Mm, as ready as I'm going to be. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Nerds, One Quest. Uh, I am your host, DM JC, here with um, three nerds. Math is hard, trust me. Uh, can lead to very, very awkward, awkward things. Very, very awkward things. Anyways, sometimes in D&D. &D. Uh, <laughs> three nerds here with me. God, I don't know what to say here in the beginning. I get the intro and then I got to find a way to intro you guys. So here they are. <laughs> the the head nerd on the ones and twos, Mr. Tom M. Norman playing Aranon. <laughs> I kind of want to see how long you're going to like vamp and keep talking about random stuff in the intro. It feels like it gets a little bit longer every week. <laughs> Some weeks I do very well and I get right into it. So it's... <sighs> I enjoy... The improv. And of course. <laughs> I enjoy the improv as well. So we'll see what we improv today. Uh, also, um, Ryan, Crixus, Kukta, hanging out with us. What's up? And then, of course, the lore master, the um, genius himself, the lazy dragon, Jeff, Doc Williams. Happy Sunday morning, everyone. Sunday mornings are for D&D. Yay, yay! At that little clicking sound. Sorry if that annoyed anyone. If someone was doing that right in my ear, I might be a little upset. Nah. It's more as for long the as it's not the Predator. Uh, true. Or a clicker. If you've ever played The Last of Us. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta look from Tom Norman. I started The Last of Us Part 2 again. Again? After... I haven't even started the first time. Oh, dude. Oh, it's so good. The award-winning? The award-winning, yes. The game of the year. That's actually what spurred this. It's like, you know what? I should finish that. And then I loaded it up on my PS5 and went, you know what? My save was on my PS4, which I don't own anymore. So, starting over. Anyway. Anyway. You guys are headed north. 
trying to find fire shear. It's a bit fire. difficult. It's a bit difficult in the blizzard where vision is less than stellar. Do we want to do a recap? Um, that's kind of what I am doing. Oh, I sounded like you were jumping right in. <laughs> well, that's yeah. But I was gonna say you guys are headed north. And Crixus decided to go notice something in the distance as this blizzard started taking hold. Went to explore and found a man seated on a hill, sitting on a hill. And as he got closer and approached, he realized this was a dead man sitting on a hill. And the rest of the team in one form or another, and I went around one way with Doc in tow, and Ellie followed up where Crixus was going, I think is how it went. Maybe. I could be wrong. Details are not important. Everyone ended up at this hill. Aranon jumped up on the hill as well, and the hill jumped up then. And we had a fight with a um, large dragon-like worm creature. It's a worm. It had four legs, plus its wings. Um, in which Crixus kind of said, hey, um, I'm hot shit here. <laughs> With a crit on his first hit. And then I think you only actually hit him twice. You crit him for like 30 some damage. And then you returned a hellish rebuke on him for a ghetto crit of 3d8 rolling 24 damage. Sending the fire back into its mouth and it to its grave. And trying to find your way back to the camp and the dogs. Ellie ended up lost. And the group slowly ended up lost as some people went some directions and some people went other directions. Aranon eventually found Ellie in a sinkhole, basically. A cavern below the surface of the ice. Hooked up a rope, tossed a rope down to her, she tied it around herself, he hooked it up to the dog sled. Told the dogs to yell mush. Dogs were yelling mush. He kind of had the rope in his hands. And there was a sudden jerk on the rope and a scream from Ellie. And that's where we ended. So the question is, Aranon, when you hear Ellie scream, what do you, what would you like to do? I'm going to yell stop at the dogs and then run over to the mouth of the hole. You run over to the mouth of the hole. Ellie's hanging there by two hands. How far down the, is she? To the very end of the rope. Um... Oh, you may be able to reach her if you lay down. All right, I'm going to lay down and put my arm down. You like... put that here. Yeah. You you can just touch her fingertips. Like you guys just are barely touching. Everything's about touching tips these days. Lightning bolts, fingertips. Uh-oh. We lost Crixus. I imagine he'll be back shortly. He seemed to be having technical difficulties. Yeah. Bad reception in the blizzard. Mm-hmm. That makes it hard. Um, as you're hanging there, or you're hanging there with your arm over the edge, and you can just get, just get a finger on her, there is a, another scream. 
sounds almost human, but not quite. That goes from inside this cave. All right, I am going to. Uh, okay, Ellie, hold on. Hold. Uh, no is, shit. Is your... <laughs> Her legs are kicking. She's hanging on. Just don't the, make the... any extra moves, okay? And I'm going to stand up. And I'm not, going something to... something you actually see here that her knot came loose. Yeah, her knot, she's hanging on by her hands. She's got about a foot of rope below her hands. Yep. So I'm telling yeah. her to hold on tight. I'm going to yeah. get up and I'm slowly going to pull the rope, so yeah. as not to jerk her, so that she gets closer to the mouth, and then I can, you know, I'm going to also while I'm doing this, tell the dogs to. Uh, walk or go you know so that they walk as opposed to like mush oh okay okay uh make i need two things from you i need a strength check and an animal handling check this can't possibly go wrong no not at all especially with the minus one strength okay so five on strength okay Animal handling is 14. 14. So the dogs start pulling. Um, you think you're helping. You're pulling on the rope. You think it's actually helping that I'm you're pulling. I'm doing nothing. The dogs know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that rope that rope does pull up some more from where you were at. All right. I noticed that the rope is tight, right? Because yep. it's in my hands. I'm going to get back down to my stomach and help pull Ellie up. Like, I'm going to grab her by so her. you reach down, you lay down on your stomach. I'm going to grab her by her. You're going to grab her by her, like. No, I'm going to grab her by her wrists. So that way. By her wrists. So you're, like, kind of one of these? I yeah. Think. Well, because okay. she's holding onto the rope. So I'm going to yep. grab one here and one here. That way, because okay. if I grab her by her clothes, I don't want her clothes to rip. Fair enough. I mean, it's heavy armor. I don't think that's going to rip. I mean, it's not like she's wearing Padme Amidala's outfit. Wow. Okay. Episode two or anything. I don't want to try to pull her up and then have her fall through. And so I'm just holding on to her armor. You're being intelligent oh, about this. jewels are going to fall off. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so you actually grab onto her wrists. And as you're pulling, I need you to make another strength check. At advantage she's assisting because she went from holding on to the rope to holding on to you hey coach do you, can you turn your volume up a little bit on your mic uh 12 for strength 12 yes you pull her up um as you pull her up something white enters the cavern below and you hear that same scream much much closer um and something hits her foot oh. as you pull her out of this cave. Um, she she comes up and she's like, "We need to go. I don't know what that is, but we need to go. Something hit me." And you look down at her at her boot, and there's like claw marks on her armor where where something hit, and it actually cut through like a um a, one of the straps that's like tying to the cold weather. The cold weather gear tour. That's uncool. 
That's a good thing you didn't drop her. Yeah, right. Alright, uh, I'm going to kind of peek over to see what it is. Takes you a minute when you look in there because it kind of looks like snow on ice, and then you suddenly see a shifting of white on the side, and something something on four legs. Maybe it's large, like a bear almost, but maybe feline. I'm gonna jump up and quick grab Ellie and push her towards the sled and say, "Hop on, we gotta go. We gotta go now." Just as you turn. To, like pull away from looking in the hole the thing turns and looks up at you and screams and it's unsettling because it sounds like a human screaming like a human that's literally being torn apart screaming it doesn't sound like a cat at all yeah I'm I'm out of there I'm running I'm, I'm up and I'm running and I'm not sure if Ellie's in front of me I'm guessing probably not uh, she, she's on the sled. The sled is going, and you're running. Okay. Um, let's see. I need a survival. Uh, no, I don't need a survival check from you. I need it from her, because she's got the sled, and he'll just follow the sled. All right. She goes... Wait, am I on the sled? Three. Did you jump on the sled? Well, I was going to, and then you said she's on the sled already. Okay. Um, okay, then I need strength checks from the dogs, too. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, poor puppies. Um, you jump on the sled, and the sled is not going very fast at all. These dogs are pulling, and you realize that you might go faster if you I'm ran gonna, alongside. Yeah, I'm going to hop off. <laughs> so you hop off, and the dogs start pulling. Um, you go for maybe five minutes or so. And... Um, the the whiteout is you don't know where you are everywhere she was just going forward trying to follow a trail and she lost it and she slowly slows the dogs down and stops and Alex Ron says I don't know where we are All right, um, I'm going to listen to see if whatever that was is following us. Can I hear anything? Uh, make a perception check. Sixteen. You don't hear anything from behind you. You hear the howling of the wind. You suddenly feel very lost and alone and secluded in this snowstorm. Crixus and Doc, you guys are back at the dragon, right? The worm? Yeah, taking turns calling out. Okay. Unfortunately, Aranon and Ellie do not hear that. You guys didn't hear the scream at all either that they heard from this thing. Um, it's starting to get dark. Uh, you guys are realizing that it may be a night without them. 
it's up to you whether you want to go out looking in the night for them or if you want to try and rest and try in the morning but much like closing the blast doors in Empire Strikes Back it, it, you know you, you're not sure how wise it would be to go searching in a blizzard at night how um how much of the blizzard is still swirling is it uh, still crazy Wait out a bit. there uh, yeah it is still crazy nasty it's obscuring vision it's obscuring trail like the the trails in and out of the dragon are almost completely covered now at this point you can't pick them up where you guys came in uh, Doc, you had said you had propped up the wing to try and make like a lean-to shelter. Yep, we had lifted up the wing and kind of used the sleds to make a little makeshift shelter, try to maybe protect a little fire if we can, but... Well, you have a good um, shelter, basically. Uh, the, the way the wind is blowing, it's actually propped up and the snow is drifting over the top of the body onto the wing, so it's almost building a natural ice cave as well. As you were sitting there so when you're down in there you're completely out of the wind you're down probably about five or seven feet from the surface level of the snow at this point under this dragon because the snow is drifting up yeah every so often just uh trying to climb up and maybe blow the horn just to see if anybody can hear it but that's the only thing i have for any kind of signal our torches won't stay lit and in the weather, so I don't have anything else. Yep. Do you have any charges left on the horn, or are you just blowing it naturally? Nope. Nope. Last session, I used the last one. Okay. Just blowing casually. Blowing casually. Fantastic. So, are you guys staying here, or are you going out looking? That is the question. Should I stay or should I go? I don't think we go out. <laughs> I think if we go out, we just cause more of a problem. Yeah. So here's what I'd like to do. I'd okay. like to expend a couple spells for a guiding bolt and shoot a guiding okay. bolt up into the air. Uh, it doesn't indicate how bright it is, but it is a it is a source of light. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a flash of light, streaks, and I don't really have a target besides, let's say... Um, the air, the sky, a snowflake but, that's a hundred feet above. Yeah, just trying to, trying to create a column of light that okay. someone could potentially pick up. Um, um before we close up the lean to. Ernan, I need a perception check from you. You and Ellie are kind of standing there in the snow. You don't, you don't know what's happening. Ten. Ten. You guys don't see anything. You see the, the wind around you. Ellie had a nine. <laughs> this snow is blinding. All right. Um, you're beginning to realize that you may just need to wait it out. All right. We should probably set up shop here, Ellie. Uh, I'm going to take a look around and see if there's any like big trees we can huddle against with the dogs and the and the uh, sleds. Ellie, take, Ellie takes the rope and she walks over to you and she doesn't ask you anything or say anything. She just walks over to you and puts her arms around you 
with the rope in one hand, and she ties it around your waist, and then ties the other end of it around her. Mm -hmm. And you notice she's actually tied her rope to it as well. All right. And she Good she call. said you 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 have probably about ninety feet or so that you can get away from me. But don't untie that rope. I'm gonna double check the knot. Okay. <laughs> Should actually probably look at. Um, looking at the knot, you realize both, all three of these knots are fantastically tied knots. Tight, they aren't coming loose. They aren't slipping. Um, so yes, you're able to explore kind of within ninety feet of the sled to look for like a tree or anything that would. Um. So make a survival check to look for that. Eight. Eight. You you run a full circle. You just walk clockwise. The rope doesn't hit anything. Um, you don't see anything. You are literally in the middle of an open field. It feels like. Seems about right. You come back and Ellie's got the dog sled flipped up on its side and snow kind of dug out from the one side of it. She put it up kind of against the wind and you're already starting to see the similar thing that they have with the dragon, the drifting of the snow up yep. over the top of it. I'm so going to, it, oh, I'm going to uh, help and dig and kind of almost build like walls like you would when you were a kid you know you'd kind of build a little snow fort absolutely that's what's in my head absolutely what's in my head um she's pushed snow up to try and help the drift build against the backside of the um sled the dogs actually have jumped down in out of the wind and they're kind of roaming around inside this little it's probably about a 10 foot square that you have in there um yeah so as you guys are working on that dock in Crixus, is there anything else you'd like to do to take a uh, precaution for the night? Um, probably just take out the extra blankets and kind of get with the get the dogs all get everybody, all the warmth together in one place if we can. Dogs are um, very receptive to this idea. <laughs> um, have a little conversation with Crixus because I really haven't had one haven't had any, any real one-on-one uh, -on -one time so uh, mm -hmm. it was gonna um you know i you're kind of a kind of a mixed bag for me you you uh had had some interaction with a member of your kind and it didn't go well for for anyone but you seem to be okay um you seem to have found some faith and not nothing like the faith of the one that uh, that i had to face at one point but um I've, uh, I've, uh, uh, where I come from, we do, uh, we do a lot of nicknames and I've, I've thought long and hard to, to come up with something to call you. And I'm not sure if it fits or not, but, uh, there was a, a wizarding school back where I'm from and, um, you kind of resemble the mascot a little bit. So I'm going to call you Duke. Indeed. I would love that nickname take inspiration Jeff <laughs> you don't Sadly, have I already have it I looked just just a second ago I'm like oh, I should have used it 
Oh, that's fantastic. Faith for me was a means of staying alive and it gives me a sense of purpose, but for me it is not a lifestyle. It is more of a way of living so that I can assist others. Now, as I grow older and realize that it isn't just about roaming around and, and trying to help people. It is also about trying to make some real changes in the world. So uh, as I grow older and, and look for other ways that I can influence the world and still have fun doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we definitely made an imprint in Lusk and hopefully they don't remember us. Well... God willing, we only, uh, we don't have to go back there. Otherwise, we'd end up probably at the top of the pole, hanging and swinging. <laughs> True that. So, other than that, just idle chatter, nothing specific. Probably conserving energy. have a conversation do you light a fire at all do you try that try to if we can get it under under the wing or something you, you actually get you guys get a little fire between like the the drift and the wing all kind of creates almost a cave opening and at that cave opening you get a fire going that doesn't bring smoke into where you're kind of laying down it, it ventilates properly and the wind takes it away the flame is very kind of all over the place uh, due to the wind so uh, but you do get a small fire going that adds some warmth to your rest. Um, are either of you going to take a watch? Are you going to try and do watches or no? Seems like there's not much to see, but uh, I'll try to stay awake as long as I can. Ernan. Okay. Uh, yes, sir. Ellie's, Ellie's kind of got, she's got some um, blankets out. The dogs are dogs you guys have with you are um, curling up in the corner kind of laying actually they're laying next to her um, you come down into this area where um, where you're gonna spend the night basically anything you'd like to say or do before you guys rest um, I'm gonna tell her that I'll take first watch rest up get warm with the dogs um, I'm pretty jacked up from that crazy white wolfy screechy death scream thing um so i'm gonna pull out my idiot's guide to monks flip it open okay. and uh start meditating as per the instructions of the book <laughs> all right so um so what do you what do you have for like what are you using for light what's that what are you using for light in this Shit, I probably need light. Um, well, pretty dark. Is well, is the moon reflecting off of the snow? The moon. Eh, no, this is a blizzard, dude. There's much of a moon anywhere. Uh, I'm going to try and light a torch from my pack and uh, kind of jam it in the ground if I can. If it's Make not a survival too windy. Check. 
to find a good place to put this torch that would allow you some light to read by. You use a glare of the headlights from the sled. I could. It's not a terrible idea. Uh oh, your battery will be dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen. And you won't be able to you won't be able to start the car and then you'll be in trouble when the nasty thing comes. All you gotta do is if it's like those old sleds, all you gotta do is take the dog and crank around his tail. Kinda like the... <laughs> That'll recharge the battery. That's <laughs> awful. Oh my god. Oh. And cranking up the dog. Uh, <laughs> um, you said 19? Yeah. <laughs> you actually find a really uh, a nice spot in the, in the sled that being on its side that you can actually put the its torch and it sputters a little bit, but it's guarded from the um, wind. And we'll actually stay lit as you sit and read. Um, throughout the night, nothing changes. It's a blizzard. Um, do you eventually wake Ellie to watch, or do you just fall asleep? You you notice nothing during your entire time being up. Um. Actually, make a Constitution saving throw. Let me just do it that way. Let's see if you have a choice in this first. <laughs> 13. You nod off, you realize you probably nodded off for about an hour. Book in your hand, the torch still sputtering at your side. You kind of snap to and you're like... Looking around and you see Ellie resting with the dogs. You're cold. You're shivering. Pile of warmth actually looks very inviting right now <laughs> from a survival perspective. Mm -hmm. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ryan's, Ryan's really close to the camera, raising his eyebrows quite a bit. <laughs> for the podcast listeners. I'm sure I know what he's rooting for. I'm really interested to see how this goes. <laughs> Not the way you're thinking. I'd put a blanket over the dogs and see what happens. <laughs> I'm sure you would, pervert. Um, are there any? Did mm, I don't? Do I have any blankets in my? Do you I would have had some. You would have grabbed I some. I know Doc said he grabbed extra blankets. Okay. To when when you guys uh, got the sleds. He asked for extra blankets, so every sled would have had some extra blankets with it. All right, I'm just going to pull out my blanket and lay underneath the torch. Okay. I don't want to disturb Ellie and the dogs. Okay. Um, I'm hoping that the torch will give me a little extra warmth. Sorry, sorry, Crixus. I uh, hate to disappoint. Crixus loves love. <laughs> this, you lay down realizing there's probably nothing coming. And you curl up in this blanket underneath this torch. And fade to black. Smash cut to the surface of the snow. If you've lived in a snowy environment, you somehow sometimes know how... A wet snow can actually freeze 
on the surface and have a lot of really dry snow underneath and it creates like this layer that you can walk upon if you're small and light and as a child most of us try and do it and see how far we can get before we go through the surface of the snow and that's what you have right now this entire field that you wake up in surrounding the dragon surrounding ellie and Aranon, and there's just this blanket of snow as far as the eye can see the sun is out it's reflecting off the snow. It is so bright as you peek up out of your shelters for the evening. It's blinding. It, it is literally like staring at the sun. And you try and cover your eyes from the sun, but you're getting the reflection off the snow, and it's annoying as hell. <laughs> um, who would be the first one up? I don't know. Should we take initiative? <laughs> Not Crixus. Actually, actually, no, no. Just give me an. It, okay, Ryan. Ryan says Not Crixus. So, Aranon and Doc, give me Constitution checks. I would say Aranon would probably wake up because he didn't have any dogs and he'd be kind of really uncomfortable. Oh, oh I have Nat Nat twenty. So twenty two. Yeah, that wins. Okay. Seven. Aaron, you wake up and you do have a dog. In the middle of the night, Prince found his way over to you and underneath your blanket to lay next to you. I'm going to scratch his ears. Good boy. He growls a little bit at you. Accurate. Uh, is my torch still going? No, your torch has gone out some somewhere in the Head of night, it went out. Okay. Um, is the but you don't need it. You don't need it. It's bright. No, I'm saying, but is is like the shaft reusable? Like, is it one of those things where you can oh, yeah. wrap it? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna yeah, take it and put it back in my. It, so. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'm gonna take it back and stow it. I'm going to undo my my rope, and I'm gonna go wake up Ellie. Okay. Um, waking her up, she she actually rouses relatively easily. You, you didn't wake me for a watch? No, we were... I felt like we were pretty safe. I I was up most of the night, and uh, nothing happened. It was Nothing was coming out last night. Also, short rest? Long rest. Was it a long rest for me, or was it a short uh, rest? It's a long rest for you. You're, it's mid-morning. Alright, so after I get her up, I'm going to stretch, and I'm going to look around. Stretch, kind of... Make a um, perception check as you look around at the glaring snow and white around you. The trees are gorgeous. They're like, it's one of those where they're just covered with the snow. Um, some of the branches actually look heavy. Eleven. The snow. Eleven. Uh, you're, you're looking around and you don't, you don't see anything or anyone. You don't see the dragon. Um, you see trees. You see snow. You see like drifts of snow and hills of snow along. But you don't notice anyone. You don't even notice your trail from yesterday, from last night. Like a bad nightmare. 
your evening and night last night. I'm gonna yell out, Crixus. Dog. I'm just gonna scream as loud as I can. I want that sound bite. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Quit that. Um, Crixus and Doc, as you're sitting there, you actually hear Aaron. You hear him yell. It's faint, but you hear him yell. Did you hear that? I heard something. Definitely a human. When dogs kind of get up, they're kind of bounding around. Should we, uh, should we make some noise? Should we call them over? Indeed. And then Crixus will use Thaumaturgy to boom his voice. And, uh, yell, Ellie! Erdon! So, you hear this voice come sailing over the snow, and you turn to look in the direction it is, Erdon, and you have to cover your eyes because the sun is right there in your eyes, and the snow is reflecting right in your eyes. It's no wonder you didn't actually see them because you were and your eyes like 95% closed as you looked past that area on the horizon. Uh, Ellie hears it and she stands up immediately and she said that that's Crixus. Where are they? And she kind of looks around. <laughs> I'm going to point... start hearing a horn going, going that what they don't see is the dwarf pelvic thrusting underneath. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know the reference go to our discord server find the uh what is it european sex it's a eurovision thing that i posted on there a while ago <laughs> i just put the link in chat um so i'm gonna Excellent. point in the direction that it came from and uh i'm going to actually off uh with my daggers i'm gonna pound an arrow in the direction just so that as we're okay. writing up as we're writing up the uh, the sled and everything, I can refer back to that. So I actually point us in the right direction. Okay, I need a strength check from you. Actually, Ellie says um, she goes to lift the sled and try and push it, and she, she's struggling with it. And she said, "Can you can you give me a hand with this?" <laughs> can we do it at advantage or just regular? Uh, she'll do it at advantage. Her first roll is a two. If you're gonna assist her. <laughs> She'll take it at advantage. She has a plus two to her strength. Oh. Well, or unless help. you want to go with your minus one. A big fat zero. She she just needs you to say, yes, I'll help you, and then she gets advantage. Yeah, yeah. I I ended up with a zero. I, roll, I rolled a one with a minus one. <laughs> you guys struggle a little bit. You, you aren't able to just muscle it out of there, and it takes you probably a good 20 minutes to dig out the backside of it. As you start moving the snow away, realizing, oh, we aren't going to be able to just do this. Um, you do eventually dig it out. It just takes you time to do it. Um, you're able to hook the dogs up. Um, how would you hook the dogs up? You start heading in the direction that your arrow was pointing. Um, you don't need a survival check. It's clear day. It's easy to see. You keep just following the sun. About Side note, I... I... Grab the rope off of Ellie because she still had it tied around her. 
before okay. we left, I asked her for the rope back. Yep. She unties it and gives unties the two ropes and gives you your 50 feet back and puts hers in her bag. And she so. probably says something like, what's the matter? You don't want to be tied to me? <laughs> Honestly, yes, Canon. That's what she says when you ask for the rope back. <laughs> and, that, and then just kind of winks at you and chuckles, understanding that she's going to she's gonna tease you about this. I'm not saying anything. I'm just taking my rope and putting it in my bag. Surly, yeah. <laughs> kind of grumpy and like... Um, you end up, uh, you end up following the sun back. It takes about 45 minutes to, and I don't know, about a half hour to 45 minutes, Crixus and Doc and, uh, Ellie <clears throat> and Aranon show up, finally. Um, Aranon walking and Ellie, Ellie being pulled by the dog sled. And you realize... Uh, we probably... You, we you probably realize, have some food or something cooking. Mm-hmm. And you guys realize that you're probably only about a thousand feet apart from each other last night. Yeah. Those lizards so loud. <laughs> well, morning. Um. It, oh, thank, thank you for finding us. Oh. Um. You. You you're get. Gonna have to look. Crixus, you, you you literally just said what you said because you said thank thank you for finding us. In that gap between thank and thank you, you get boom a massive hug from Ellie, and that's what causes that hiccup in your in your sentence there. Um, and uh, she takes a deep breath and kind of backs out and looks at you and says, "I'm glad you guys are okay." And she turns and looks at Doc and says, "You're pretty good with that horn." <laughs> well, it's good to see you see you back welcome back boss welcome back snow white i'm gonna look at him and what was that jc i said snow white she was a princess right that's what ellie says <laughs> i'm just gonna kind of look at him like kind of let it go um so we ran into a little issue. Ellie did fall down a well. Good thing Lassie came and got us. Um, but as I was helping pull her out, there was this really weird white cat animal catty cat. thing that actually show him your boot. Took a swipe at her, and it jumped a pretty high, yeah. a pretty high distance. And she she shows you her boot, and there's there's literally claw marks raked across her boot. You see scratch marks on the metal. You see one of the um, one of the fastens for the the cold weather gear has actually been cut in half and retied. Um, uh, she said, "I didn't get a good look at it. He he pulled me out, and that thing swiped at me as as being pulled out." Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure she would have been fucked if he, if she would have stayed in that pit she would have she'd have been done she, she was dead um is, is there a concern the creature would have followed you this morning no because if it would have followed us this morning it would have followed us last night and um while i kept watch for the first you know three quarters of the night i didn't i you know i didn't keep watch 
the second part. So it would have had free reign on us and we would not be here. So I'm not concerned about that. Also, it didn't seem like it was able to get out of that pit. However, it does seem like there are caves underneath us. And so we're going to have to beware uh, because it did come from, it looked like it came from an opening in the hole that Ellie fell down. So A, we need to watch out for pits. Great. And B, there are caves underneath us, which is also great. Continue your conversation, I'll be right back. This doesn't seem like the kind of environment a cat would thrive in. Most cats I know like to bask in the sun, not not hide in a dark cave or the cold snow. True. However, it may live in the cave and come out during the day from a different spot. Mm. So my guess is it lives underground because it's too cold to survive above ground. I don't know if this is considered winter where we are. Um, this could be summer for all we know, and it could drop significantly during the day and at night. You know, So my guess is that it lives in the cave and just comes out from a different spot. Or well, possibly it fell in. We already knew we had to watch out for the, the flora and fauna of this harsh world. Yeah, it's... I think what... I mean, we can take care of any creatures that come at us. I mean, we've proven that. But what concerns me more, I think, is the whole... Um, I don't want us to get stuck. I'm, maybe it was a trap. Maybe it was not a trap. But we have to be careful when we leave any type of path that we may be on. Or even the path itself. Might not hurt to um, tie ourselves to our sleds or to some some kind of a anchor or something in case case we would find one of these accidentally well my hope is that we are riding over the top of the snow as opposed to going in it so the odds of us probably falling into the hole hopefully isn't as great because the dogs are light right like they're i would you know they got big feet yeah my my hope is that we're going fast enough that we just fly over any holes that we may come across. But I mean, that's, we're not going to know based, until we actually hit one. Based on, based on watching Ellie this morning, come back to the, the dragon camp. Um, you understand there is a, there is a peak speed. It's like a balance. If you're going too slow, the dogs will ride on top of the snow, but the sled will sink in. And it kind of rides as it kind of, and it's wobbling and breaks and it's hard to actually stay on the sled. If the dogs speed up just enough, they can get just fast enough. It's a very narrow window where they stay on top of the snow and they aren't actually breaking it. And the sled actually gets up and rides on it. But if the dogs start pulling too hard, their feet go in and then everything goes into the snow and it becomes slower. Interesting. So... So maybe where we were using packy snow yesterday and making a nice trail for each other might not be a bad idea to stagger and not follow the same path in case the snow is broken. Or just put the heaviest one in front and break the snow. (laughs) 
or I mean, there's several options that you can do, or just take your time and yeah. But I think if that blizzard is any indication of what it gets like up here, I think we want to make as much haste as we can while the sun is shining. Also, you know, it gives us a direction. I'm so assuming can... there's no trail to be found. There's no trail to be found. Um, you can, in the distance, see the coastline and use that as a as a um, as a reference point. Hmm. Let's finish up our uh, hot food, hot drink, and get on, get uh, get packed up then. So, Crixus... you guys doing okay? You survived the night, okay? Well, we're here. Crixus considering harvesting the worm but if we want to get on the road that probably doesn't allow for time but i bring that up as an idea i mean we can we can rough cut some stuff out maybe take a paw or a claw or something and you'd be, you'd be able to you have access to a claw that's on the wing that's kind of frozen over with ice you have an a access to some scales anything else you're gonna have to dig for and that's gonna take a significant amount of time yeah. let's just I'll pop some scales? Scales, yeah. Uh... Did you say pop some scales? I'm gonna pop some scales. I got... <laughs> That's where my head went. <laughs> pop some scales, show That's... title, maybe. <laughs> That's random, but I like it. <laughs> pop scales, really? The... Little Cut away. Stars. Harvest. <laughs> um, so uh, go ahead and make a survival check to pull some scales down from the side of this dragon. Everybody, or I should say, uh, whoever's doing it, someone can do it at advantage. I was gonna. I have a plus six. I, I don't. Got... I don't have much for uh, tools for that, so I'll probably just start uh, hooking up the dogs. I have plus All five. Right. I'll help you, Cooch. All right, I'll roll at advances. So. Yeah, uh, I gotta find the. Wait, um, let's see. I got twenty-three. This list is long. Well, that's really good. <laughs> so, if you're assisting, then you wouldn't roll, and I would roll at advantage. Oh, yep. If we're each or individually or harvesting, then we would both roll one. Oh, I gotcha. I thought. Thank you for. <laughs> searching for this harvesting list so as as i rolled my highest of my two is only 12 which means 18 total for harvesting the scales scales uh both of them both of you would be successful so um you're able to pull away go ahead and roll a d12 for me That is a nine. You're able to pull away nine decent-sized white scales off of this. Did I catch uh, a niner in there? Side. I will add my inventory for a niner. Excellent. You guys pack everything up. You finish. Um, you dig out the sleds. It, ta it takes you about an hour to break this camp down and um, get the dogs hooked up and everything. And you're ready to head out. And it's actually it is a gorgeous day. The sun is shining, which has been weird up until this point. It's been a pretty dull gray since you've gotten to Luskin. 
as the day goes on and you travel north, um, in the distance, nowhere near you, nor threatening, but in the distance you hear a woman scream. At least that's what you think you hear, Crixus, Doc. I, on, you, know, you know a bit different. I was going to say, quite... is this what it, what that last thing sounded like? <laughs> very, very much what the last thing sounded like. Except you've been close to it when it is screamed. Yep. I'm. It's probably time to let the dogs rest, right? Sure, yep. Yeah. Alright, so as we let the dogs rest, I am going to immediately tell everybody so that woman screeching is exactly what those white cat things sound like. If you hear that, be on guard. The closer it is, um, it is a loud... Think of Doc's horn being blown right in your ear. It is that loud, and it is terrifying. If you hear that, signal us, because we want to be sure everybody hears it, and we need to be ready. The cat creature sounds like a woman screaming. Uh It is fucking terrifying would my uh randomly maybe would my backstory have encountered i got a leg spike from jeff uh, oh he's asking if his backstory would would account for him knowing if this what this was is that correct genius yeah um have you did you spend a lot i don't recall you spending a lot of time in nature in the north did you mm-hmm. No, but would have thought things brought in. But this uh, might be random. Uh, make make an intelligence check. I'm not great at those. <laughs> I'll take a 16. Um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't ring a bell. I mean, the large cat sounds familiar. Large white cat mm-hmm. sounds familiar. Something that screams like a human? No. <laughs> Nothing like that in your past. Um, so you rest the dogs, and I'm assuming you're resting them every hour. Just because someone mentioned resting the dogs, there's no... I will just go with that. Mm-hmm. You guys remembered? Good. <laughs> I'm not going to make you say, oh, every hour I rest them. As long as someone says, we rest the dogs every hour when you start traveling, we're good. Yep. Um... The you start going again and you're following the coastline and you're keeping a distance from the coast. The sky is the sun's out, but the sky is getting darker. It's weird. It's almost eclipse like, you know, how when this the moon goes between the sun and earth, it kind of gets really kind of shady. Starting to do that. Kind of strange. Sun's out full, bright, and everything, but it's the whole, almost like someone's putting sunglasses over the top of the world. <laughs> or a big-ass tinted window over where you are. Just a, just, just a little bit right now. Enough to notice. Helps with the glare. Yes, it does. Honestly, it does. And that's why you notice it. The suddenly, the, it's just, snow isn't as bright. It's weird. Um, Make a... Well, yeah, make a perception check. 
Uh, all three of you. Mm-hmm. I'll make one too. Right. Perceive this. Fourteen. Eighteen. 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 All right, Doc. I you five. see. You see fire shear in the distance. You're, you're focused on trying to get where you're going. You see fire shear in the distance. Um, doesn't look like a lot. It, it looks. Honestly, it looks like a small mining town. Um, Crixus, Aranon, you also see this. Ellie notices fire shear as well. Uh, Crixus and Aranon, though, um, about a hundred feet or so off the road, there's a little cub, some kind, walking on top of the snow. A little white creature. On four legs. So it's small? It's not like adult size? Correct. Correct. Okay. As you kind of look at it, and you, you realize Crixus is looking at it, you see there's three more of them as well. All in different to... Walking around on top of the snow. I'm going to kind of... Who? What's the order that we're going in? What's the order that we're driving? Good question. I imagine Ellie was Crixus was probably first because he had Crixus was probably first because he has the best survival score. That makes sense that you would put him first easy. Mm -hmm. And then I imagine it would probably be Doc, then you, then Ellie. Ellie would insist if Doc Doc maybe would bring up the rear. Doc would. Sounds right to me. So then Crixus, Aranon, Ellie, Doc? Or Crixus, Ellie, Aranon, Doc? Probably, probably Crixus, Aranon, because Aaron. we would want yeah. a Ellie. Ellie would want to keep an eye on you. Yeah. And she feels responsible for you and knows the trouble you can get into. So. Also, we would want more of the fighters in the, in the front and the back. So while Crixus is... You know, a cleric or whatever. I would be a fighter. Well, in theory, you know, I would be more battle prone. And then we would want Doc in the back because he is also a fighter. I want prone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm more of a tank with my AC, so I, I definitely want to lead the way. Yep, and the same, and the same with Doc. We would want somebody guarding our rear. So it makes it it act it makes perfect sense the way the dice rolled out that you and Crixus and Aranon would see these yep. little cubs walking around on the surface of the snow. So, just kind of mewling around. I think I'm going to tell Crixus to hold up. To, to, to stop, I'm going to say, Crixus, we should stop for a minute. I mean, Crixus stops, but in his mind, if these are the creature's children, where are the creature's? And I'll say that as soon as we stop. Yeah. Well, we kind of... We don't know how dangerous even the babies are. But also, we need to have a plan when we get into town. What are we... You know, what are we going to do? Where do we... What should we do first? And I'm going to... And I'm going to kind of scan around looking for the white creature-y things just to be on guard. 
I assume you point them out to Ellie and Doc. Yep. Well, I think yeah. our first order of action and quick is to block the dogs in on a on a sled train because the creatures might be looking to pick off the dogs. True. Can we tell from where we are, do they look like cat, dog, bear? Cat, bear-ish? Color? Thing? White. Some of them are slightly gray. Um, Ellie is looking at them. It's like, they're so cute. That's what they are when they're little. <laughs> Not going anywhere near them. I was going to say, cute? Do you remember what it, they sounded like? What they, are these even the same thing? I don't give a shit. I'm not going to ask questions. I'm not, I'm not gonna, running off to grab one. <laughs> I'm not planning on hugging it. They're adorable. Oh, look at them. And yeah, there's, gonna... you see like, one pounced on the other and it's rolling on its back and they're like swatting at each other and playing like kittens do. No. If it gets close enough to me, enough. I'm not waiting to skewer it. I would advise against that, especially if mom and dad are in the area. Especially if mom's in the area. That may be hunting. How, how far to fire share? Do we, can we tell about how, how distance or time? About a mile. Probably about 20 minutes, maybe. At the rate you've been going. Anyway, enough with this. We So when we get to town, lock the dogs up. Make sure they're safe. And then find a place to stay for the night. What time of day is it, John? Uh, it would be late in the day. Okay. You're looking at. You're looking at. You spend most of your day traveling here. Right. Certainly intro introduce ourselves as a traveling party. Nothing more. Mm -hmm. Unless you know we find someone who would be amenable to our quest. Especially if. Um, I forget her name, but the the Ice Queen, especially if Oral, yeah, Oral, especially if Oral, you know, has eyes and ears everywhere as we get up here. Mm -hmm. Are we gonna be looking to steal from uh, from someone again here first for a little fun? <laughs> Do Doc says it sarcastically, like kind of a again with the uh, we have two clerics, but we're okay with stealing. But whatever. I, I mean, is that even a valid question? I mean, do you do you want me to answer that? I guess not. Yeah, you probably don't. All right. And honestly, so, if you thought that shopkeeper was a good man, Doc, you're kidding yourself. Ellie says. Truth in advertising. All right. I guess let's head into town then. It's I don't see any. Mama, Papa, terror, objects. So. All right. So I'm you mush the dogs and you keep. Yep, I'm gonna hop back on my sled and go. You keep moving. <laughs> um, make. You guys go. You guys go. You start moving at the pace you've been moving at. Um, 
there is a as you start pulling away from underneath the snow a larger form kind of hunches up by these cubs and just kind of nuzzles one of them knocks it over and turns and looks at the sleds and you actually hear another scream i'm like going this. to pull my it's not pursuing it's just screaming at you yeah it's I'm, cubs. I'm still pulling out my short sword because i want to use the i like to use the new shiny oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> but you are continuing to move away from it to the town correct Yes, we are moving towards town. Okay, then we don't need to roll initiative. It will just sit with its babies as you guys move. I'm going to look behind me to be sure it's not chasing. It's not chasing. It's actually, it's kind of lifted up out of the snow and it's kind of walking around its babies now, almost guarding it. And you guys get probably about halfway to town and you hear it scream again. And you just, you look back and it's sitting back there and it's just protecting its children. All right. I'm going to put my short sword away. Um, do we get a good look at it? Uh, does it look like, uh, I mean, it's oh, yeah. like tiger, lion, panther. What do we? Yeah, you got, you got a, you actually got a very good look at it. Actually, let me pull it up here. It'll be easier to hold this up in front of the screen or actually, you know what? Ah, oh, crap. That didn't. Yeah, here, let me do this. It would be easier. Um, it looks like, looks like, peace. Oh, that is terrifying. Yeah. Cool. And the one you saw in the snow had snow and ice wrapped in its fur. It is a large creature. So it is a four by four. So that thing is like 10 feet. Probably about eight feet tall and about ten feet long. Hmm. Well, we could have let Crixus kill it, you know, but we probably should move on. Yeah, and the Dragon Slayer. <laughs> Would have been cool. Um, you guys, pull into town. It is a small, you can tell right away, it is a small mining village dirty it's old um there's not a lot of mingling or gathering or people in the streets like there were in luskin and you see occasional people but everyone seems to either be moving with purpose for a job or moving with purpose or need like to just get somewhere no one's lingering there's no fun in the streets here everyone's business or survival um you start looking around for a place to stay and you realize very quickly there are no inns here uh what you do find you do find a tavern um and let me back up here let me get this uh there are a couple of taverns um there is a dock. The water is all frozen to the port, basically. Um, there are a couple of restaurants and a couple of taverns and 
oddly enough, there's probably about 20 or 30 banks of varying kinds. People are generally staying themselves. Some people side-eye you as you come in. Um, other people just straight up ignore you. You do see some people that look kind of like guards. Um, they have weapons on them, but they look like like they're miners, maybe. Rough faces, wrapped in scarves and hats, bundled up. Um, you do see mining picks on several people. Um, more so than swords or axes or anything else. Seems to be a preferred weapon up here or tool. First order of business to board the dogs, or are we going to walk around town with the dogs? Would that make sense? I would say probably board them, because that's just extra stuff we have to worry about. I mean, we must get dog sled travel through here, so somebody knows where to mm -hmm. keep them. Actually, make a, make a perception check. As you come into town. How do you spell the name of this place? Um, Fire Shear. Literally just what it is. It's uh, F-I-R-E-S-H-E-A-R. Fire Shear. What do you have? I do not Doc? perceive much. Five. Five four. Aranon. 22. 22. Aranon, you actually see uh, uh stable. Similar to the one where you picked up the dog sleds at. Right at the front end of the town, the south end of town. What is really odd about this stable is there is several. Instead of being just like a normal stable with beds for the dogs and everything, this, it looks almost like a military fortification meant to hold out things. There is like barbed wire and um, stacked uh, logs that are sharpened to points to try and dissuade you think maybe something like what you saw out in the field from coming to eat the livestock. Hmm. I'm going to point that out to everyone and say, well, I guess this is about as safe as place as any if we're going to put the dog somewhere. I'm going to start leading my you sled know, over there. There's a, There's a lot of those things around the city as well. And there's patrols around the edge of the city. Um, guards that patrol it. And those guards are the ones that seem to have pikes and swords in addition to the pickaxes that you see on it. just about everyone, honestly. So you pull into this, uh, pull the dog sleds up to this um, stable. And this dirty, greasy man... He's got kind of this raggedy scarf, kind of old, kind of hobbling, comes out and, can I help you? Yeah, we're looking at, uh, keeping... Being white, big blob of snot on his glove. That's gross. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, we're looking to board all, all of these dogs in our sleds. Um, dogs and sleds, how, how long are you staying? Just tonight. Just tonight? Okay. I look over uh, at Crix, it's like, just a night, right? Like, one night? <laughs> he 
turns. The farmer blows out his mask. All right, just just one night. Um, we got we got one, two, three, four, six dogs, six dogs, four sleds. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, that'll be one gold for the knights. Uh, you have food for them, or do you want us to supply the food? That'd be another fifty silver if you wanted us to supply food for them. Ah, you might as well do it. All right, so that's uh, one fifty then. And I'd actually like to um, make sure that we have enough food for our travels as well. So include that in. Where are you headed? Sure we have north. North, north of here. You're headed to Ten Towns, huh? Indeed. Business, business with the never-ending dark. Good luck. I can make sure you have. I can make sure you have food to get there. He kind of bites on his finger, spits out whatever he bit off his finger, fingernail or hangnail or whatever it was. <laughs> I'll make sure you have food too. I'll, I'll I'll have that bundled up for you. Coming in the morning, then. Yeah, it will be sometime in the morning. All right. Was that one gold, 50 silver a person? Or total? No, it's total. What do you think I am, some sort of thief? No, sir. He kind of snorts and then hacks up this, like, phlegmy wad and spits it out. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, here, let me take your... your... And he goes over to Prince and Prince growls at him. <laughs> it's alright, Prince. You can go with them. You'll be safe here. You'll be warm and fed. Princess runs up to him. <laughs> Princess runs up to him and kind of nuzzles him. And, nuzzles, and he kind of goes, oh, well, you're the friendly one, I guess. And you're the pain in the ass. Alright. How are the rest of their temperaments? These two are excellent. They're working dogs. They're used to it. All right. Well, let's uh, come on then. And he, he kind of takes Princess by the collar and attaches leashes to each of the dogs and goes after uh, Prince last. And Prince nips at his hand and actually bites his hand and he backhands him and he's like, Hey, and I'm going to. And he bites forward. me. He bites me. He's going to get it. If he gets it, you're going to get it. Nobody gets my dog. I am not below him in the pecking order, and that's what he's trying to set. I need to let him know that. Well, that should be it. Don't hit he, he re- the dog. He reaches down to put the collar on uh, Prince, and Prince actually just. Without growling, without anything, lets him put the collar on him. And he, he looks at you meaningfully and says, Just establishing where I am. I am above him in the pecking order. Should that be may be now. true, but don't hit the dog. And he kind of wraps up the leashes and <laughs> walks away with them. Um, 
taking them back away and then he, he comes back out and um kind of starts pushing each sled into a, a storage facility um so your dogs are bed or stowed with your sleds and everything you're gonna have provisions for traveling north from fire shear what would you like to do the four of you Uh, warm meal place to sleep we need a map we need a shop a map you don't need much of a map it's 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 two roads that intersect no i'm saying we need a map of the entire north area you need a map we need a map map. of the entire oh you're going looking for a map here that's what you're going we need we need a map all right so let's head into the tavern and we'll we'll start to inquire uh, at the tavern about places that we can get these things that we need. Instead of going door to door saying you sell maps. <laughs> but then how am I supposed to know who has stuff to take if I don't go door to door asking for a map? Fair. But when you talk to people and you're peering behind them, it's kind of weird, right? I mean, <laughs> excuse me, sir. Can I use your toilet? Do you know where my head just went? The group has two clerics. If Aaron, if if Ellie and Crixus were like corrupted enough, and Aaron could convince them, they could act as like missionaries going door to door to investigate homes to steal from. It's awful. Ellie would never funny. go for that. It would actually be, it would actually be pretty funny. Almost on the line of um, like Boondock Saints, funny. Uh huh. Using your uh. Religion as excuse or not excuse, but motivation to do evil things. I mean, Crixus is a chaotic goods. Sure, as long as, as long as all the stuff being stolen, he'd be fine with it. <laughs> um, so you end up um, coming across the first tavern uh, across. It's called the Dwarf. There's actually a um, a sign that says "Drunken Dwarf," and there's this carving of this dwarf's head just in full laughter with a huge ass stein. That's the sign. It just kind of hangs from a. It's blowing in the wind a little bit. Kind of quiet when you open the door. It's warm though. You move inside. There's a large fire going in the hearth, and uh, a there's a dwarf walking around behind the bar uh, big black bushy beard black hair just kind of all over um it's kind of surprised to see you guys as you walk in hmm. not regulars no no can i help you yeah we're looking for some uh food little little drink uh, just a place to rest our feet. I got drink. I don't have much in the way of food. You'd have to go to a restaurant for food. Um, but if you want something to put in you that will keep your belly warm, absolutely. I have all of that. Um, uh, food would be down, two doors down. There's a, um, uh, the Leaping Lucrata is, is down there. Uh, they, they serve food. 
Uh, they don't have so much in the way of alcohol, but they serve food. I'm going to um, look at him and say, Two Doors Down is the name of my Three Doors Down cover band. Weird. <laughs> Two Doors Down. I've heard of Three Doors Down. I saw I saw, I saw them play in uh, saw them play in Neverwinter one night. Hmm. Interesting. It was a good night. I don't remember much of the. I don't remember much of the night. It was a good night though. I'm just gonna okay. chuckle. What is a Superman anyway? I don't understand. Uh, so, uh, can I get you something to drink? Yep, I'll take an ale. Ale, right. You, sir? Same. Yes. Same. Ellie kind of looks at the three of you and she just kind of leans forward and whispers to him, Do you have fire water? Oh, of course, up here, that's one of the things that keeps us warm. I'll have a shot of fire water and a glass of water. Okay. Sounds good. And he comes back nice and he, he, in a dice cup? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be that kind of night. Oh, hell. Are you guys ready to have a whole episode be the four of them playing bar dice with the bartender. <laughs> That's probably we'll about the most deal. Wisconsin D&D session ever. <laughs> I was going to say, we'll get together midweek possibly and play bar dice and let you know how it goes. <laughs> I don't want to. Additionally, and we're on an empty stomach too, so things are going to get weird fast. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we're um, in a port town. It's ship captain crew. Captain crew for sure. Um, so he brings out he brings out drinks, um, the water, the fire water, sh the shot of fire water, the ales, um, and a cup with six or five little um, bone ice in them with dots on them. So I'm going to also say my dwarven friend, we may also in the morning be looking for a map of the north. Where would we find that in this town? Map of the north. You may want to check. Um, oh, you probably have to check with one of the uh, merchant houses. Um, uh Look for, ask for, go, go to the Hammervar house. Um, the, it's a merchant house. It's on the north end of town. You're looking for Tharkis Grom. He's a dwarf. He heads that house. Um, if anyone's going to have maps of the north, it's him. He's the one searching out there further for more mines. Perfect. Um, if you do end up intoxicated, be careful. You go down the street out to the east. There is a sheer cliff face. Um, I've had patrons fall off of it to their death. Thank you oh. for the warning, good sir. I just, I'm getting sick of getting blamed for people not being able to hold their alcohol. So. Someone should put up a fence. <laughs> that. Might not be a bad idea. I'm not paying for it, though. I'm far enough away from it that it isn't my concern. 
and we will we'll stop there. We'll stop there with a night of drinking and Bardice and and trying to figure yeah. out where to sleep at some point. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna get intoxicated and then go try and find a place to sleep. This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> Man, sleeping in an alley somewhere. <laughs> or back in with the dogs. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, back in, back in the <laughs> crawl into the just wake up in the morning next to the dogs. Kennel with the dogs. That's a possibility too. All right. Nice. Norm, you wanna you wanna drive us on out of here? Hold on, let me crank the dog's tail. Gotta get him going. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright. So everybody who may be listening to this, who may not be watching, take a take a jaunt over twitch.tv slash Tom M Norm. T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M. Give us a watch. Uh hit the hard button. Get notified when we go live uh every Sunday morning. Uh, pre-show 8.15 a.m. Central Time. Show starts usually 8.30 on the spot uh, Central Time. Uh, get notified when we go live. Join us. It's it's a good time. We have fun pre-show. We have a little bit of fun post-show. Um, and we have a lot of fun during the show, in case you weren't aware. You get you get to see the actual visual gag of Crixus leaning in close to the camera and just raising his eyebrows, hoping that Ellie and Aaron on that this may be the moment. I don't know about that necessarily, but we need to wait for Aaron to actually say, um, yeah, I mean a little to me <laughs> before that's ever going to happen. Nah. <laughs> um, we are also on Twitter. I am at Tom M. Norman, T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M-A-N. Genius is at Lazy Dragon GB. Crixus Cooch is at Crazy Cooch. And JC, the DM, is at Wildfire1265. Two Nerds, One Quest is, surprisingly, at Two Nerds, One Quest. The number two, Nerds, the number one quest. Give us some support. You can do this by telling other people about our show. That's, you know, that's the best thing you could ever do to possibly support this show is tell others to watch, listen, follow, subscribe. Smash that like and subscribe button. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yar. Yar. Uh, so yeah, tell others. And give us a rating. Give us a review. Give throw us some stars. Uh, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, I no podcast no Apple Podcasts right? Is that what it's called now? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Um, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Google. Yeah, wherever you get your podcast Podcasts. from. Search us out. Send us some stars. Give us a review. Hopefully it's a good one. Hopefully you enjoy the show. Uh, the other way tell you... Other What's that? I said tell other people about it. Yep, tell other people about it. The I other am, way you can support it? us is by going to patreon.com slash two nerds one quest, number two nerds number one quest. Um, we have some really cool rewards for you. Uh, we will be having a vote. Well, actually it's not even a vote. It'll be a choice made by um, Jack Marsh 2 in the chat. He is a part of that tier that gets to choose a a a uh, beast or a villain that he would like us to fight. We will be having that in our Discord channel for him to pick. We'll have four or five options for him, and sometime JC will surprise us. We will not know what it is or when it will happen. JC will know, 
Jack Marsh will halfway know because he will know the beast. But that is one of the tiers. That is one of the uh, rewards that you get, is you get to choose who we fight. So, Jack, look for that coming soon. We'll send you a message in the Discord, or I might send you that in Patreon itself. Um, Patreon.com slash two nerds one quest. Other than that, I am Norm for JC and Cooch and the Lazy Dragon Genius. We'll catch you next week. Happy Sunday. In the distance, you hear a woman scream. screamed and say that's what you the top go up. Yeah, exactly right. yeah that would have been good and i, I was hoping when uh genius, yeah, we heard a... i was hoping when genius started playing his yeah. horn and started doing that that he would have actually stood up and started hip thrusting because that would have <laughs> yeah sitting... you need to join the show i'm sitting on a bar stool there's not quite enough room for hip thrusting oh there's <laughs> always room for hip thrusting Absolutely. Yeah, I can I can see that though, Johnny. The cops show up. Neighbors neighbors complained about a woman screaming. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah, that was me. We're playing D and D. There was a woman screaming in the game. It's like the Simpsons uh, Treehouse of Horror. Where it's like the it's like the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror where Ned Flanders screams like a woman. Did you ever see that one? Yep. Yep. That's it. That's oh. my story. So, I'm sorry. Do you know what my favorite paradox is? The space-time continuum? Yeah. It's the Rick Astley paradox. Have you heard of this? Oh, Jesus. We're going to get Rick rolled, aren't we? Rick, <laughs> no, no, kind of, but not really. Uh, Rick Astley has a copy of the movie up. He's never going to give you up. But in not giving you up, he lets you down. So... He doesn't want to let you down, so he has to give you up, but he won't give you up. Thus creating the Rick Astley paradox. I feel like Dude. booting you from Discord just for that. Oh, wow. That's the start of the rest of my day here. Yes! I mean, it's kind of moot now, because now you can subscribe to Disney Plus for a very reasonable rate. And you can watch <laughs> So, it's a little different. Disney Plus. Um, sponsorship, please. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, no free rides here, people. Great catch, homie. Yeah. I can't. I hate you. Random shows. Uh, I got a free Apple TV thing for a couple months, yep. and that Mythic Quest show is great. Is it? I still have yeah, Apple TV for a while. I should check it out. It's got one of the guys from uh, Always Sunny. Okay. And the show is really fun, like exceptionally fun. It's a guy from Community, a guy from um, Always Sunny, and it is fantastic. That sounds good.
That's funny. I've always we, seen Ford online, but I've never actually checked it out. It's good time. The um, the other one uh, that I heard is a really good one that's on there is the um, oh crap, I forget what it's called. But remember when the English Premier League went to NBC and they had uh, Sudeikis do all those commercials about the American football coach in England? They did it like a whole TV yeah. show on that, and it's supposedly amazing from what I hear. I just saw ads for it. I actually love Jason Sudeikis. I think his comedy is amazing. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, I heard good things, so you may want to check that out. And it, and it goes beyond it being like a soccer show. Like, it is emotionally satisfying in weird ways They're like my the soccer podcasts i listen to the guys are like this show's actually really good i mean like beyond being a show about soccer it's really clever and well done and heartfelt cool i should check it out put that on my short list hey we have show titles to vote for yes we do that was my next thing yeah uh-huh. there should be several in there i was gonna say i know there's at least two in there yeah, it was a good day for show titles. Cranking up the dog. <laughs> Cranking up the dog's got it. All right, so I'm just going to read them down uh, for everybody in the chat. Uh, go to tommmnorm.showbot.tv. Let me put that in there real quick. If you want to vote. Oh, not show nine bot. How's that nine get in there? Bad typing. Um, so we have cranking Fat up the fingers. dog. Everything is about touching tips these days. Wildcats and blue devils. It's really funny too. Crank the dog's tail to get him started. <laughs> uh, two dog horsepower and pop some scales. I think Tom and I as put much as like pop two scales. Yeah. Cranking up the dog. Cranking up the dog was kind of a theme throughout it all. Um, in my head, the places my head went as Jeff is describing the school that he used to go to, and it was their mascot. And he said, "I'm just gonna call you Duke." And I went, like, my head's going, "Yes, Duke, Blue Devil." Oh God, that's Ryan. He's a big Kentucky fan. Holy crap! The contradiction <laughs> inside my head. I'm like, ah, I hate this. <laughs> That's and funny. Then, <laughs> in my head, <laughs> in my head, I know what. I didn't make the connection at all. <laughs> well, I got that going through my head, and in that moment, I'm going, "Wait, he's wildcats! Oh my god, this thing is kind of a wildcat." <laughs> so wildcats and blue devils. I, I texted it to Tom because I don't have the chat up to suggest it. But I'm like, "This is fantastic." Yeah, out of out of all the nicknames, that was the first one that I had, and it's the last one that came out. So, genius! Yeah, it was like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta come up with nicknames for everyone else because Blue Devil is just the best. I gotta call him Duke. You're on a whole nother so, level, genius. So there's Duke, Snow White, and does he have a nickname for Crixus or for uh, Aaron yet? He was calling him Slick earlier, but that didn't seem to go over well. So he's just going to call him Boss probably from now on. Boss. There's going to be a conversation about the Snow White, just so you're aware. (laughs) She didn't get to have it, but there will be a conversation about Snow White. Figuring them coming out of the snow, she was probably covered in snow, and there's already a princess now. So we'll change that up a little. All right. So 
I'm going to call it a show. And I'm going to see if anybody is streaming that we can go raid. Yeah, good time, guys. Thanks a lot. And what time do the Packers play today? I don't know. 325. 325, yeah. Lions, right? Not mad about it. And I, I want to say next weekend we play on Saturday. Does that sound That's right? That's what I heard. Yeah, I love, I love right? Saturday. So cool. Saturday football, that's weird. Is it prime time? Or is it like late afternoon? Yeah, uh, I would assume so. What is next weekend? Is it Christmas, right? No. It's the weekend after. No. One more. Oh, not. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm amazingly got a really good jump on all my Christmas shopping. And then I just kind of sat on that lead I had, and now it's dwindling away, and I'm feeling some pressure that I should go <laughs> finish shopping maybe today. <laughs> I'll actually probably do it this week when the kids are with my ex. So, all right, uh, I'm gonna raid a guy named Sly Flourish. He looks like he is doing. It says lazy DM prep. <laughs> lazy so. DM prep. That sounds familiar. <laughs> Good times. Well, thanks so, for joining us today, guys. We're gonna check this out. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for everybody coming in. It was a good time. Had by all. Always fun. Always a great time. Raid now. See what happens. So, John, do you have? Uh... Oh no, I can't think of it. Um, sorry, I'll come back around to it. All right, I'll go with my story. So, if, I don't know if you guys remember back at weekend before Labor Day, I had smashed my finger up north uh, doing some wood cutting type stuff and smashed between two logs. So the thing, the fingernail's been black and blue since then. And just Thursday night, um, I was grabbing for something in the pantry, and it tip. You ever see those cartoons like uh, I'm thinking Ren and Stimpy, or maybe SpongeBob, where they open up a toenail like a car hood? That happened. So yeah, I was kind of in a weird panic and like put it down and now it's got a band-aid on it and i'm leaving it alone as long as i can i don't want to see it i don't want to touch it what's the pain threshold on that uh shockingly i'm not sure it was connected at that point so mm -hmm. it was more of a i felt something move and i saw it as opposed it to it hurt shouldn't move right so, I mean... no i mean yeah. the new the, the new nail is growing in. It was about a third of the way up, and it's like, okay, well, this day is coming at some point, and it just was not, not the day I was expecting it to be. So that's my week. D&D's been helping me with that. Hey, good. Um, yeah. Do you have the original puppies. Last of Us, John? The original <laughs> Last of Us, yes. Uh, not in a disc form or anything, but yes. Oh, okay. Digital? Digital, yeah. Actually, the should remaster that playing, was on. Should I play through the first one before I play through The Last of Us Part 2? Yeah. Right, I'm going to stop the recording here. Not, not from the 